No. Okay. We're still recording. Hello and welcome to the live podcast. <laughs> I am Gemma. <laughs> I'm Chippy. Despite the girl has been trying to throw spanners in the works, my post box just went, my po- the doorknob, my door knocker, bell. I've got the best postman in the world. That's nice. That's rural for you. It is rural, isn't it? Although we don't, we're not from <laughs> Bristol, we are from Kent. <laughs> yeah. It's the only accent I can do. <laughs> I thought you tried to do all the accents. Yeah, that's why Mike told me to shut up. I can do Bristol, <laughs> Manchester, Liverpool and Birmingham. And that's it. Good news a little bit this morning when I heard about that lady getting the first lady ever to get the vaccine. So happy. Did you? Yeah, I knew that would happen. I'd known for a few weeks that the second that first vaccine went in, it would be You'd like, cry. okay, we're, we're, I feel like the tide might about be about to turn. It's not fully turned, but it might be, the odds might be going in our favour. I thought I was quite happy, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Um, I haven't really processed it. I haven't really, I haven't really had, I watched her and I thought, God, I hate injections. I didn't see it. I heard it on the radio. And then I heard um, uh. Matt Hancock, who everybody insists on calling Nick Hancock whenever they do in any phone-ins, the radio. No one, I think the whole of the British public can only have one Hancock, famous Hancock. And they go, well, when that Nick Hancock said, da 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 um, yeah, Matt Hancock got all chugged up. I feel like um, we live in alternate alternate realities. I have no idea who you're talking about. The, 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 the health secretary. Matt Hancock. Oh, yeah. God, sorry. I thought you were talking about a radio presenter. And I was like, it was very <laughs> confusing. <laughs> don't know who you're talking about don't listen to the radio listen to classic fm during the month of december do you do you have monthly like monthly things well usually i have as much silence as possible because my house is very noisy so mm-hmm. um and joe has something making noise all the time um and then in the in december it's classic fm because it's also it's it's different noise it's not vocal noise so much. I'm not really into classical music. I like, as, as, because it's the law, I like Gustav Holst Planets. <laughs> it's compulsory. Yeah. Um, because when I was at primary school, my head to, um, mistress used to play that when we used to file in for assembly and file out. We would have to listen to it. Um, she used to play for the Royal Philharmonic in Manchester. Did she? Yeah, I think she used to play the harp or something. Anyway, um, and I also like Carol of the Bells. Yeah, that is good. I did feel a tiny bit festive. I was at school the other day and the choir were practicing that. And I was like, oh, it's Christmas. Yeah, and I'm still obviously very unfestive. I don't feel festive at all this year, which is very no. Big. You have just moved. Nevertheless, oh, let me tell you this. Oh, you'll all like this. Settle in, everyone. Will we though? You'll, Settle in. 
you will like it settle in yeah so um we live near now because we're quite well we are now rural i said to my i announced i need wellies the other day mm. do you not own wellies no we've got a proper talent well, i'm gonna have to get some wellies oh god anyway so the farm down the road sells real christmas trees and i thought well, i want to um support local businesses so i'll go to the farm and buy a tree right won't take the car it's walking distance i'll take my strapping middle child to help me carry it back right how heavy could a christmas tree be one thinks right so I went there our hall's got quite a tall ceiling which is the reason why we moved here because everyone's tall me and tom bang our heads so i was like i want an eight foot tree right so we got mm. the tree this young slip of a girl 21 yeah like it was a baby picks it up yeah it, like almost spins it on a finger and i was like oh that's fine we'll be able to carry that <laughs> i got the heavy bit put it on my shoulder i'm still not recovered all of my right side spasm right johnny has the little piddly end of the tree where you put the star he's going yeah ow ow the, the needles the needles the needles and i'm like it's kind of building it's kind of <laughs> this lane it was a really long lane this this one lady in her land rover very country stopped and said would you like some help i just live down the lane i was like no it's totally fine we've got this and johnny's like mum you're dying i said pride pride keep walking <laughs> and then when we got out of sight of the farm i said right no one can see us we dropped the tree and i had to phone mike to come and rescue us <laughs> <laughs> you're so ridiculous i'd have been in that land rover no i just never know because of covid and i was just like well you're very kind you put the tree in and say we live up the road on the right can you just i'll call my husband he'll come out and get it I was like, Gemma, pride comes before a fall. And I was like, well, no, pride. And now my hold of my right side is in spite <laughs> Even now, I've got a, a real tree. I mean, I'm aware it's Christmas. A I real tree? Yeah. What do you mean? Have you never had a real... Do you usually have a non-real tree? Yeah. <sighs> Blimey, things are changing. All things are changing. Because... We normally put them up, I normally put it up the first week, like the first of December, but this week, this year we couldn't. And I thought, well, I've left it a bit later now, which means I can get a real tree. And plus, yeah. it goes with the house. I couldn't have used any, because they're too modern, our other ones. Anyway, but, um, yeah, I'm not feeling very festive at all. And I think quite a lot of the laundrettes are feeling the same, by what they were saying. Yeah, I think... Um... Festiveness is a state of mind. Mm. Um, and if you don't have the right start, it can be very difficult to then get festive. Mm. And you've had loads going on. So your normal festiveness that you'd have started, like you would have had your family Christmas by now, etc., has been replaced with shouting at solicitors and organising removal men, which isn't very festive. No, no. But as well, um, from a practical point of view, so I think everybody, like, so from what people have said, lots of people's plans have changed anyway because of coronavirus. Um, yeah. Our, from an individual perspective, we're, we have to have a very pared down Christmas day 
because our oven is tiny and normally we had a double we had a double range oven and mm. everything we might would have made all the stuffing himself and like so we're not doing that plus yeah. because we moved we had to cancel our shopping deliveries oh, yes. there was no food shopping coming so it's going to be like tin of soup and a bit of bread now i'm joking it, it, it's 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 going to be a very simple basic christmas but i'm not really upset about that i'm i'm actually it actually feels like the right thing to be doing rather than shoehorning in the stuff that we would normally do and never quite and not managing to achieve it and therefore feeling a bit pants about it. it feels I right. think what's lucky for you though which is not going to be the case for a lot of laundrettes is that because you've moved so close to Christmas you can almost when this Christmas is remembered it will be the we just moved Absolutely. We just moved, so the food delivery didn't come. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We just moved, and God, do you remember, Johnny, when we had to carry the Christmas tree and then we had to call Mike? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas for a lot of people, they don't, there's not that lovely excuse of the, like, we just moved. Um, so I think, I think it's, well, I mean, it's a bit like when we, the first Christmas we had without my dad, we had at my flat in London. We'd always been at my parents' house. And it was easier because we weren't at my parents' house. So it was like a different, it was so completely different. And I think if you're either, from what I can tell from, from the laundrettes, there seems to be some who are struggling because they're either going to be at home on their own for the first time and usually they'd be going to family or I mean there's one lady who's going to be her first Christmas without her mum and her sister and her niece um and I think it's that thing of I think it's really difficult I think almost if if it had been if we were at the beginning of this and thank god we're not if you look back we're closer every day we go by we're closer to getting to the end of it <clears throat> but almost if it had were at the beginning of lockdown and it had dare i say it the novelty factor it would be a bit different but this lady has been shielding since march it's a long time it's a really long time to have been not seeing people and um I think it's really, I think it's going to be really tough. What are Gemma's top tips? Well, I can only give what I, what I know works for me. So the most important thing and, and the most disruptive part and the, by far the saddest part of my life was, was when I, I know I've gone on about it all the time, but it's true. When I first became a single mum and I felt bereft basically and almost in shock and the only thing that got me through that was taking small units of time and not concentrating too far into the future because it was just too daunting and too overwhelming um and making sure that i spoke i spoke about it for doing three things every day one practical that was going to improve things for me one that would improve things like my body like physically like nourishing my body with food or doing some exercise and then another thing that would um nourish my soul like read a book or mm. something like that and i think that's also a thing that 
um, really helps with anxiety is if you catch yourself thinking about a horrible situation or something like that, um, replace it with imagining the best case scenario. And so often, um, you know, if you're scared of flying, you'll imagine like the plane crashing or what's that noise or whatever. Whereas actually if you envisage having a great flight and you get to read your book and then you have a lovely sleep and then you arrive and your luggage is there and it's great. Mm-hmm. Then you, you do start to feel better. And I think that's the same thing. I think if you're envisaging a miserable Christmas and you're crying and everyone is um, missing you and blah, 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 blah. The then, then it's not going to change the situation, but it's, it's making every bit up until the situation feel awful. And as human beings, very generally speaking, we don't like uncertainty and change. Mm-hmm. And Christmas, is and we one- don't like being completely out of control. No, and Christmas is one of those anchor points if you celebrate Christmas within the year that is a foundation to the rest of the year. It's like, oh, we'll get to mm. the holidays and do this, and it's so steeped in tradition, like the Christmas music. And I was walking around Marks and Spencer's the other day, and the pogues came on, and I was just like, Phew. it's all a little bit try hard. So I think my top tip is when you try and force fun into something you know when you try and make it the best new year's eve ever you know when it was the millennium oh yeah and it just all became a bit of an anti-climax if you over force the fun and force it it always inevitably quite often more often than not backfires the best thing to do is go in with minimal expectations and let the fun evolve that's my top yeah but and as you say be a bit savvy with your planning and plan something practical that you can do and something that you know and and it's a definite time of year for those of us who you know be really specific and say are married to men don't they're not they're not mind readers at the best of time but if you know that you're going to have you're going to struggle because you're not seeing your family or you're going to struggle because um you find this time of year hard anyway then don't leave it up to them to be mind readers um you need to tell them how what your concerns are what you're worried about they 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 might still mess it up but it will just add an extra layer of sadness and frustration and you need to kind of put in the groundwork i thought you were going to say you need to be very explicit about what you want because i literally just said mike the links on what yeah i mean i yeah i do quite a lot of my own shopping (laughs) just put it in joe's office (laughs) um so um so i think i think i think you can feel i think i think you know it's very easy for me to say you know try and make it cozy try and try and embrace the the unusual bits but that's all you can do hopefully this this christmas is going to be do I mean an anomaly? It's yeah. going to be the, you know, next Christmas will be better. Not the norm. Um, yeah. And so try and sort of, I think you can just try and focus on the good bits on the, on the, 
and I've been doing this a lot recently because my anxiety has been bad and I do try and list all the things that I'm grateful for as I lie in bed trying to go to sleep which sound which people always say they they do gratitude lists and stuff and I'm always a bit eye-rolly about it but the other day it was clean sheets day um and I got into my clean sheets and I can't remember what had happened in the world but I was like I'm so grateful for clean sheets and it made me think god there are some people who like for for sheets would be a novelty and I'm here with my clean sheets ironed by my husband and it just it did make me feel better not because I was there all being smug in my clean sheets but I was like this is a really nice thing that normally I just take for granted or don't even think about because it's just what happens it's just part of life and you probably think what a faff it is to change the sheets and oh god it's clean sheets day I've got to clean change the sheets and but actually it did make me feel a lot better and I think if you plan nice things so for example I just had lunch and watched the first ever episode of Murder She Wrote because I woke up this morning feeling sick physically sick with anxiety and so I was like right what can I do to make it better I went on a really long dog walk it's really foggy in London today no it's foggy yesterday and temp the thames hold that thought the thames okay derek your parcels come the thames the thames is really amazing when it's foggy it's all like victorian you can imagine things going on uh and um and then i got back and i had a call with my team and then i was like I'm going to watch the first ever murder she wrote and it it, part of me is like I've got so much to do I've got so much to do I can't watch telly blah 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 and then I was like I'm just going to sit and eat and watch murder she wrote and that's going to be my nice treat and I'm going to enjoy it as my nice treat to myself and so that's the thing you can do you can lay the groundwork now for treating yourself at Christmas it doesn't have to be expensive it can be searching for and downloading and recording your favorite tv show or a movie or um my one of my teammates gets these amazing hot chocolate balls and i got some for joe's stocking i don't know if we're allowed to talk about that in case there are any kids around um oh spoiler alert joseph but you get uh these round balls with marshmallows in have you seen them and you, they're called Coca Cocoba. I'll put the link in the everywhere. Um, yeah, well, and one of my someone who was on my team, she's just left because her business is taking off, which is fantastic. She does little test tubes with chocolate in and marshmallows. So you get a test tube with chocolate, test tube with marshmallows, test tube with Maltesers. Wow anyway so but I got them those because then I was like oh I can have a nice because usually we just have the out of the tin hot chocolate blah 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 and I was like no I'm gonna be organized so that we can because usually okay we get to have my mum this Christmas we get to see my sister I've only got one sister so that's our three households we're not going to be isolating beforehand but we're all going to be um 
the boys will go into and out of school and we're not go- we're going to be very sensible and not go to any shops and all of that um beforehand to try and minimize the risk but um usually we'd spend the whole two weeks together we'd after christmas we'd go and stay with my mum all of that and obviously that's not going to happen so i'm just putting in place now little things that are going to give me a, when i need a bit of a a boost a boost box a boost box that's a really good idea i don't have a box for it but i think a boost no, box it doesn't have to be a physical box it can be no no but what i mean is you could have a boost box because i think a thing is something like that is really good because it's a physical act you can go to your boost box and you can be like right what am i doing i've got my nice hot chocolate in there or i've got a new book in there or i've got yeah. a bath bomb in there or i've got um and they, i was thinking about it the other day and i was like oh, I really fancy. yeah <laughs> but that, this is but but i was i was starting a new book and i was thinking oh i really want to read rebecca again because it's the time of year where it's cold and it's a sort of creepy book, but it's not creepy, but it's atmospheric. Still not read it. <laughs> oh God! Um, we should read it now. That you're in your in your arts and crafts house. You should go and sit sit by a window, cu- curled up in a chair, and read it because it's very atmospheric. But I, but if you have books like that that you that you like you can have them in your boost box and you can be like right I'm going to give myself half an hour curled up with a blanket reading and back to that in and those what, are my top tips yeah, that is really good I really like that concept of the boost box my thing that keeps running through my head is simple things done well sort of like yeah. there is no need this year to over egg the pudding too many things can be distracting and noisy and get in the way and almost like if, if you've got too much going on at Christmas which can very often be the case it can often feel like I've done that tick next done that tick next but also there have probably been times that people have thought oh I've got too much going on you know I don't get to enjoy Christmas because I've got to see these people and these people and those people are having a party and then we've got to get back get changed go to these people and Obviously, it's nice to have your control over who you're seeing, and which we don't have. But you can just be like, okay, this is my reset year. This is, yeah, my year where I'm going to keep it simple. I don't have to get a turkey that needs to be bought in on a plinth. I don't have to get eight different types of stuffing because everyone's so fussy. Um, do you know what I mean? I can just get what I want to have and what we like to have and... Um, I'm going to think about all the things I really do miss so that next year I can be like, I really missed mm. the eight different types of stuffing last year. Let's do that. Definitely. I'm in charge of stuffing. I really what do you mean? Not been able to go to the nativity. Yeah. Going to the carol concert. Like every year, every year, the kids' primary school, they have this carol concert, right? Mm. And it's lovely and it's festive and they sing Carol of the Bells and it's, you know, it's nice, but... I'm always in there going, part of my brain is registering how lovely and festive it is, but the other part of the brain is going, oh, I need to, um, yeah. I must have forget to post, the, you know, do that at the name. I've got to get back to that email and this is taking up some of my work time. What you're saying is you want me to turn up in your door step and sing Carol of the Bells? 
<laughs> maybe we should be doing a Christmas album. The timing is crucial to that song. Right? So when you get the year falls and it's just a mess. Yeah, maybe we should give Ben 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 gets another year to practice. Last last week, so Ben's is here to recorded this year. They did it last week and he recorded it and they're gonna send out the link so everyone can watch it. Um yeah. anyway, Ben had a non-speaking part this year. <laughs> he nicked the remember, he nicked the microphone, wouldn't he? Back he, <laughs> he did all the speaking last year. <laughs> I think it's that's a year that. ago. He doesn't get that from me. Like, he, doesn't, he We went that. to the Ritz a year ago. Uh, that was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. That, that was misty. Yeah, he reminisced a year to reminisce. Yeah. I think it's very easy to, to just... start a new day. It's just, it's, no, it's, it's not the start of a new day. Gemma's literally gone back in time. Um, I've had someone fraudulently taking money out of my account. They've set up a direct debit. I called it PayPal. <gasps> this and last month, I said to Joe, "This isn't PayPal. They don't take money like that. And it, if they take money, it shows up on your PayPal account." And Joe in the bank went, "How much would it be, Sus?" Don't be so silly, little woman. And then it happened again today. Uh, 141 pounds it was today. Because they're hoping that so near to Christmas people just won't realise. I think they've set up a direct debit and they've called it PayPal and they're hoping that people like Joe will just go, well, you've probably bought something on PayPal. And me going, but it's not showing up on PayPal and I haven't bought anything for that much money. It's very weird. Anyway. Um, Are you any good at upcycling? I can, I'm okay. Why? I'm going, um, I'm going to have to upcycle a lot of things. What, what, what do you need? Local Facebook selling sites. Is this still available? Is this still available? Is this still available? We need wardrobes. We need beds. We need soap. We need everything. I don't want to go buying it new. A, because I can't afford it. <laughs> and B, because I'd like I've to. got two beds. Doubles. Yeah, two double beds. Are they metal frame? Oh. Yeah. One with a footboard, one without footboard. Because obviously Thomas can't have a footboard. <laughs> <laughs> They'll pop out the end. <laughs> There's a fire in Johnny's room and Johnny walks in and he goes, Can we do something with this? And I was like, Yes, I'm thinking what we can do is we can do they went, No, can we just get rid of it? And I was like, No. No, no. no. Block it off? No. Oh. <laughs> it's put out. No, Johnny. I'm with you. And here, and here's a kitten for you to live with. <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> Johnny is not an animal lover. I, can't, I don't know if I've ever said this. I mean, he. I've never known anyone, especially a child, not to think animals are cute. But we have to feed the dog when Johnny's not there because it makes Johnny feel ill. Yeah, 
he's very does not like animals what's been your positive for the week Every year, she, every week she struggles. I'm feeling she might need to get prepped in advance. <laughs> I forget about that we do this bit. Um, we did a Christmas fair. Mm-hmm. We did a skeletal, I'm trying to think of a word, minimal, minimalistic Christmas fair um, where we had a mulled wine stand and uh, a stand for the, the year six calendars and mugs and things and everyone had to be socially distanced and I had to do quite a lot of can we remember social distancing um but we had a Christmas trail and we had a Christmas tree and we played Christmas music and I needed it like a hole in the head I had loads of stuff going on and I was like why we why we why and the kids loved it and when initially I said if we're over lockdown and it's legal we should do a very sensible but quiet but something festive for the children because they've missed loads this year. And I, I was right. I wasn't right. But they, it was really nice. They did a scavenger hunt where they had to go around 12 houses and get the clue, find the clue in the garden or whatever. Um, and I think it was just really nice for them. And I didn't really tell my kids about it because I was organizing it um they loved it and so I'm that was that's my positive for the week they had a little bit of festive fun what's your positive you moved your house yeah but we live really close to an amazing Indian takeaway that's important Mm -hmm. because when you move you know what when I I think about moving it's stuff like that to the lady who owned the Chinese takeaway, Jamie, oh. every week, loved her. She knew us and we were like friends. We worked out we'd been almost every week for seven years to her. Was that the place, was it, am I remembering this wrong, the first place you went when you came out of lockdown? Yeah. And I remember you being like, I had my mask on and like eight layers of gloves. Yeah. Yeah, so I wrote her a letter in a card just basically saying goodbye and thank you for all the good, like genuine heartfelt, thank you for all the feedback. Yeah. Um, so I was really, okay, we came here and we have to, no, nothing's in walking distance. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, we got an amazing engine takeaway. <laughs> I was just like, woohoo, box tick. I don't want this to sound aggressive. It's not meant aggressively, but loads of people have messaged me and said, oh my goodness, Gemma's house is amazing. It is. Um, blah 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 and quite a lot of people have been like oh she's so lucky I always have a problem with the word luck well you I work really hard I, Mike works really hard and well, you, like I said to Mike I can't believe our luck I, I, I keep I kept saying it when we did, I can't believe how lucky we are I can't believe my luck okay and, and he said Gemma it's not luck no it's you work really like, hard it's not like someone's died and you've inherited the house no, you've worked really hard and Mike's worked really hard. And luck, as someone who has moved a shed ton of times, you were lucky that you found a house that you all really liked that works for you in a time frame that worked for you. And our luck was but, outside. Like we wouldn't have ever been able to afford this house if we hadn't taken advantage of the stamp duty holiday. That was a big thing. Yeah. So that was yeah. Luck. 
I am extremely I am extremely but but also I always think there's hard work obviously marry a mathematician that really helps um because I've I've discovered in my older life that mathematicians are usually quite good with money and and are sensible and not like uh data scientists who just throw it around and unless it get taken out of their bank account um, it's, it's, it, it's difficult because it's difficult because I, I do feel very lucky I do feel very lucky very thankful and, 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 I, and I say this very hand on heart with with you know sincerely I never in my wildest dreams thought I would ever live in a house like this ever ever mm. and even if the bottom falls out of something and we have to, and we get repossessed like I will always be grateful that I got to live in a house like this for six months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's really important when you, and you're really naughty about this, um, but in life generally is that it's like you have to, it's very easy for when something like this happens with anyone, you can be like, Oh, I'm really lucky. I got that job. I did that and it's like no you did, did it probably had a really good application and you did a good interview and you know what you're doing that's why you got the job it's not luck you did that and it's the same when you had your first book published and I was like are you going to be pleased about it and you're like no I'm on to the next one it's like you've got to allow yourself that time to be like no you worked really hard and you did a hell of a lot of tongue lashing of the uh, old solicitors when they were being slow and uh, you know well done Gemma thank you excited to see where my wing is they've got a stable have they oh, rotten. it's rotten Michael fix it up for me won't he yeah, I'm not saying you need to live in the stable <laughs> oh I thought that's what you were saying I thought you were like we've got a stable you're in there that's good <laughs> I'm not getting a pony. What about if I come and be your groom? Potentially, I might be able to sort something out. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you next week. Say goodbye, Chiffy. <laughs>